Welcome to Realist Fuck with your girl, Crystal Sullivan. This podcast is for women who know they are meant for more. You're looking for change, ready to smash your fears, and ready to challenge the status quo. I'm here to inspire you to stand in your truth. No filter is needed. You are a badass just as you are, and my goal is for you to have the confidence to chase all your dreams. If you're ready to make an impact, feel empowered, and meet other women on the same mission, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back. One of the most common questions I get is how to stay motivated and inspired, especially when you're feeling uninspired, burnout, exhausted, the whole nine yards. In this episode, I want to dig into motivation, what it is, how it works, kind of all that. My point of view might shock you a little bit, how I more or less kicked my own ass into gear. And lastly, when you should and shouldn't worry about motivation. So let's get started. When it comes to staying motivated and inspired, there are a variety of different approaches that can be taken. From identifying and challenging limiting beliefs to exploring different cultures and taking on new challenges, there are a variety of ways that you can stay motivated and inspired. So first thing first, self-motivation is a challenge for many of us. I get it. I've been in your shoes. I still am in your shoes. Sometimes it is hard to get fucking moving. No matter How much you say you want to get something done, it's a challenge. And I get that. And the thing about motivation is it is something that distinguishes high achieving professionals from those of us that struggle to kind of get moving and reach the goals that we are looking to achieve. So how can we keep pushing onward even when we don't feel like it? The key to staying motivated is and inspired is finding that what works best for you. However, there is a universal method that can be used to help you find your motivation and inspiration. As always, it is not a one-size-fits-all scenario. Just like every other episode, see what fits and forget the rest. I wanted to take a moment because I did like a quick Google because we all talk about motivation. And I wanted to kind of like look up the actual real definition of motivation. And it is the reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way or the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. And here's the part that might shock a lot of you, but I personally feel like motivation is a little bit of a bullshit. Now take a moment, hear me out. Don't like turn me off right away before you have to hear me. I get it. We all get in a rut and you don't feel it like doing something and you're not inspired and we don't have any creative juices flowing at the moment. But what I see is everyone using motivation as an excuse to not move forward. You sit there and you say, well, I didn't have any motivation, so I'm just not going to do my workout. Or I didn't have any motivation, so I just didn't get that thing done for my business. And I'm not saying that we're all firing on all cylinders every day and that, you know, you wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm going to conquer the world and I'm amazing and I got all this and I'm going to get it done. Like, I get it, but here's the part that frustrates me when people talk about motivation. That's not reality. Like, if everyone thinks that they're only people that you see, like, work out, like, if you think they're only showing up when they feel motivated, that is so far from the truth. And I can say that because I do work out consistently. And guess what? There's so many days I don't feel like fucking working out. I don't feel like getting up and going to the gym. I'd rather stay in my nice, warm, cozy bed. So if someone would say to me, Crystal, you go to the gym so consistently. How do you stay motivated? I would look at you and think you were crazy because motivation really has nothing 
to do with me going to the gym, which is why I kind of say motivation is a little bit of bullshit. Now, do you need motivation and things sometimes to get started? Yes, but it's the discipline that keeps you going, not the motivation. Now, this brings me to point number two. And I know it's crazy. I might sound like a broken record, but the lack of motivation, a lot has to do with your mindset. You have to identify the challenging and limiting beliefs that you may have that are holding you back from feeling quote unquote motivated. Generating empowering beliefs can help you stay on track and maintain your motivation. A lot of what we do, don't do, and procrastinate on has to do with our thoughts we have around the subject. You might have a limiting belief that's keeping you from actually moving forward and then you're blaming it on motivation. So do you believe that you're not worthy of this goal? Is there a reason on why you feel like you can't accomplish it? Does it have to do with your identity? If you have identified, I'm going to use myself a little bit here. I have identified myself as, you know, I've always been like struggling with food and nutrition and I've always you know, struggled to keep my weight under control. I have given myself that identity throughout the years. And a lot of times it's hard to break the identity that we've given ourselves. If say you're working on growing your business, you know, you identified yourself with a nine to five work person that shows up, does their job and goes home. So changing that identity and calling yourself an entrepreneur might be a bit of a challenge. There might be some limiting beliefs that are holding you back from getting you there. So I would say the number one thing that if you're using the excuse of motivation for something is to sit back and think to yourself, is there reasons? Do I have thoughts that are running through my head that are keeping me from actually feeling motivated to get moving? Another example is I know that I have struggle with nutrition and it's always a struggle. I, a lot of it has to do with my beliefs because of the fact that I have been struggling with it for so long that I now feel overwhelmed. I feel as if I don't know what's right, what's wrong because I've tried so many things in the past. And then I have these beliefs of, oh, well, I've already tried that and that didn't work, so I'm just going to not do anything or I'm just going to give up or things like that. So, you know, that's why a lot of the motivation comes around the beliefs that you have. If I had absolutely no problem with the beliefs running through my head, I could stay consistent with my nutrition every day because there would be no reason for me not to. My mindset would not be the thing that is stopping me and getting in the way. So that's why I really think that a lot of what we struggle with is our mindset. Once you know what is going on in your head, it is much easier to start working around it and developing a process and keep going. And I get it. I'm making it sound easier than it is. The honest to God truth is that many of us want to skip this step and just get the result. We live in an instant gratification society, so we expect things to be easy and to happen that moment, but that's just not going to happen. We also want to skip this part because it's the hard part. We tend to have to feel into the pain and our brains are meant to keep us safe, so they just want to skip this part and just get started on the actions. 
without digging into the root of the problem. And it can certain roadblocks are going to be much harder to get through and get past than others. And a lot of that has to do with all the beliefs and the mindset blocks that you might have around this particular subject or thing that you're trying to motivate yourself to do. But without doing this work, it is going to be a consistent battle with you and you're most likely always going to struggle to be motivated to get moving. So that's why you have to kind of step back, step back, look at your mindset and then start breaking these down piece by piece and take the time and be gentle with yourself to kind of work through your roadblocks. But if you completely ignore them all the time, you're just going to be stuck here, I feel like, on a vicious cycle because I feel like in the areas of my life that I don't want to work on the mindset and don't want to actually dig into the root problem of what's happening, those are the areas that I continue to struggle with. So this leads me to my next point, and that is get help. We're all afraid to seek out help, and I'm, I feel like a lot of this has to do with our egos, the way we're brought up things of that that nature. I know for myself that I have a very hard time asking for help. I know that it has to do with a lot of the ways in which I grew up and how I was raised. But you can ask a friend, a coach, a coworker, like anyone that you feel like can hold you accountable. We need the help. We need the accountability because more often than not, you're going to show up for someone else before you do yourself. And I know that sounds fucked up and crazy, but honestly, it's true. If your friend said to you, hey, I want you to eat five servings of vegetables tomorrow and let's check in. You're going to you would eat those five servings of vegetables for her before you would actually do it for yourself. And it's crazy. It's just the way we're made up. So that's why accountability groups or coaches work so well. And that's why they're so important, because when you tell someone else you're going to do it, you'll have more drive to actually do the damn thing because then you have to talk to the person about it and then they're going to hold you accountable. The one point about getting help from someone is that you need that person to hold you accountable. Are they going to kick your butt when you need it? Will they give it to you straight and cut out the fluff if you're beating around the bush and kind of just making excuses and shit? Because then you need them to give it to you straight. Many times it's hard to get this out of a friend or a family member because when someone's a friend, they might be afraid to kind of tell you something that you need to hear and also with a family member. That's why sometimes when it comes to this kind of stuff, you might need to get a source outside of a friend or a family member. But if you have friends that are also working on the same mission as you or the same goals as you and that you feel like you can be open and honest with each other, then you can use a friend for an accountability. It's just whether or not that person will actually hold you accountable and is going to call your bullshit when you have it. And also, I highly suggest picking someone that is definitely interested in what you're trying to achieve. So if like you're trying to start a business, talk to someone else that's, you know, starting a business or is a couple steps ahead of you so that they can hold you accountable, pull you along and answer any questions that you need and things like that. That's why sometimes it's hard to find it in family members and friends because you might 
you might be the only one doing it what it is you're doing and then you want someone to hold you accountable and they're not really interested and that's key to having someone to hold you accountable is that they need to be interested and be willing to actually stay on top of you the other thing too is like there's facebook groups and things like when i was a beach body coach i used to run groups for fun things whether it was drinking water or the workout program we were doing it didn't matter, but just everyone being on the same mission and you could check in and then you would be inspired. And I use that word instead of motivated. You would be inspired to go do your workout then or drink your water or anything because then you see everyone else doing it and you're like, oh my God, yes, I'm in Facebook groups for entrepreneurship and I sign in there sometimes when I'm struggling to get my head in the game or if I'm having that you know where I feel as if like you know you're having those thoughts of like oh I can't do this I'm not good enough all those thoughts that run through your head I'll jump in there and I'll see what everyone else is accomplishing and I'm like all right let's go let's go do this thing and I can literally go look for five or ten minutes and then go and do what it is I need to do whether right now it's working on the website you know Things of that nature because it inspires me because other people are on the same journey as me and they're kind of moving and grooving and that gets me excited. So the next point I want to make is to get out of your freaking routine. So many of us wake up every day and we do the same things over and over and over and over again and we wonder why we're in a rut. We wonder why we're tired. We wonder why we have no quote unquote motivation. Well, because we're in a routine and our bodies are just like slumming along and you got nothing in you to kind of do anything because you're like, oh God, it's the same thing every day. And you're dreading it. Changing up your routine is honestly the best thing you can do. My husband and I were talking about his job. He's a police officer. And I was saying to him, I think the one most exciting part of your job that I think is a huge beneficial part and also scary can be, is that you never know what you're going to get. You never know what kind of calls are going to come in from minute to minute almost. And some of us would not want that much variety in our life because it can be a little chaotic, but you need a little bit of variety in your life. So I was trying to think of a couple different ways in which you can change up your routine. But like things like turning on some music, moving around a little bit, dance to get your blood flowing. When I say change up your routine, if you are used to just like sitting down and hammering out work hour after hour after hour, and you're not stopping to get up and move around and get your blood flowing, you are going to lose motivation. You're going to be tired and it's gonna be harder and harder to get moving because you're just like sitting sedentary. Your blood's not pumping, you're not moving around things like that. So just little things like that that you can do throughout the day make a big difference. So another thing, get outdoors. Nature really helps to revive your body and help you feel alive. Fresh air, taking in the scenery, just calmly like sitting there and listening to nature, then the sounds around you can be freaking amazing. Another thing, work on a hobby or something that excites you. So many of us go through the day and we show up to work and we might not be excited about that that day. And then we just like sign off and we sit down and slump in front of the TV. Do something fun. Do something that's exciting to you. Do something that's different. 
color, play a game, like any of that kind of stuff you can do. Any of it. Go on a short trip away from your house. It doesn't need to be a whole entire to-do to go on vacation, to go somewhere and do something. I just went to my friend's house for two days this weekend. And to me, that's revised me because I'm getting out of my house. I'm doing something different. You know, obviously we were like having fun. We went to a concert. We did things like that. Just little trips. It doesn't need to be a big extravagant trip. And that's, I'm trying to give you guys little things because I feel like the bigger things we all know about because everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to go on vacation. So I want to think about the littler things. Do something fun with your friends, like a concert, a dinner, a club, swimming, painting, like anything that's different. Listen to a podcast on something different than what you're used to. If you're used to listening to a podcast on business, listen to a podcast on horror stories, like anything to just change it up, maybe get you laughing or get you intrigued, things like that. Read a book if you don't typically read a book. Work from a different room in your house if you can. Go to a coffee shop. Just changing your environment can sometimes help inspire you to get moving. If it's working out or something like that, buy yourself a new outfit that might motivate you to push harder in the gym or get excited to like put on your workout outfit to then go to the gym. Try taking classes like cooking classes, craft classes, gym classes, any of that kind of stuff. The point is to get out, explore, and have fun. And I know I talked a lot about having fun in last episode, but I'm going to push it a little bit more here because I don't think a lot of us are having enough fun. I know I have been making it more and more of a priority in the last year or so because it has helped me mood-wise, which then keeps me inspired to keep going on my goals. Don't worry about how perfect it is or how it will turn out. Just go and do it. And then my last and final tip might be a shocker, but it's to just start the damn thing. (laughs) I know, all joking aside, I know starting honestly is the hardest part when it comes to, you know, accomplishing something that you may be procrastinating, whether it's a workout, posting on social media, showing up on live videos, things like that. Like, I get it. But for me, just to give you an idea, like when it comes to my workout, I might get out of bed and be like, oh, God, I just don't feel like going today. But what I do is I get dressed and that simple little thing of getting dressed tells my brain that I'm ready and it makes it so much easier to go. And you'll hear this from runners sometimes. So like just the act of putting my sneakers on gets me to just go and run out the door. Like it's little things that you would be shocked make such a big difference and an impact. It's just finding those little things that help get you going. When making episodes like this, sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'm like all over the place. And I'm like, what do I want to talk about? What am I going to say? Do I even have anything to say? Things like that. My mind starts racing in a million directions. And what I do is I sit down and I just come up with a different couple podcast episode titles and sometimes I'll look through the titles and I'll be like oh that one sounds interesting and I just start writing and next thing I know I'm like outlining the entire thing in a matter of 20-40 minutes because it was just a part of getting started that I get hung up on and most people when it comes to motivation and procrastination 
a lot of it is the act of starting that overwhelms us. Once we get started on something, we're usually smooth sailing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but a lot of people will say, if you dread working out or you want to write a book, but you can't get yourself to write, you just go and do that thing. So write or work out for five minutes. And in that five minutes, you'll probably say to yourself, well, I can do like another 15 or 20. And you actually go much longer because the act of starting the thing is the hardest part. So that's what I have to say on a lot of this. Find your motivation and inspiration in unexpected places. Push yourself to stay motivated and inspired. With a little experimentation and exploration, you can easily find ways to expand your inspiration and motivate yourself to reach your goals. Building the right habits and creating a supportive network are key in staying motivated and inspired. If you like this episode, please take the time to rate, review, share it on social media with your friends, and don't forget to tag me at empoweredaf.co. Until next time, peace.